0: Coast to Coast Podcast, a Fenwick TV production. Welcome to Coast to Coast Podcast, a Fenwick TV podcast. I'm your host, Christian Flynn, alongside... A.J. Alessandro. And basically in this podcast, it's all about basketball. We go from high school all the way up until the NBA. The big show. Yeah, we give you some hot takes. We talk about the up-and-coming players that we see who we think will be great. On the next yes, level.
1: and all the draft predictions, of course, and the upcoming draft, of course, all in the
0: NBA. So today we're gonna start with Fenwick basketball. Mm-hmm. We got you know where we gotta start. Where do we gotta start, AJ? Friday, OPRF versus Fenwick. We took big dubs, Christian. We took big dubs exactly. Uh, Fenwick won the game, fifty-eight to forty-eight, and in that game, OPRF never had a lead. It was incre- no chance. No, they had no chance. Had no chance. Hashtag number thirty. Hashtag um. number thirty. Exactly. And Fenwick was just balling out. Fenwick was balling out the whole game. You really really couldn't hold too much against them. We had had some sloppy play with turnovers, but we really did have control that entire game. OPRF couldn't make their shots, and we ended up winning that game with ease. I mean, Christian, imagine running a full-court press the entire game and still
1: losing by 10 in high school basketball. Yeah.
0: I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what OPRF was thinking, but they just did not come to play. They didn't nope. have their A game on, and Fenwick took advantage of it. And how about that student section from OPRF? Oh my God! Oh, it, I hate it was, to see it. it was atrocious. Fenwick with three times less students. Wow! I mean, weak. more people showing out, louder.
1: Yeah, it's
0: crazy. If you want to see the videos, check out Friar Nation on Instagram. Check out Slow Shea on Instagram. Of course. And student sectioning now an official high school sport.
1: I'm, I'm I happy. I mean, it might be. It, it has to be a new sport. What Wh- about all the game? Or what about the
0: stats, Christian? Who was okay. playing good? All right. To start off, Trey Pettigrew mm. had some night, had some filthy Broke handles. a lot of ankles. Broke a lot of ankles, took a lot of step-back shots. Dude was wet all game. Mm. 20 points. Great play from him. Bryce Hopkins, 17. And Louisville commit. Overrated? Overrated. overrated. They were Rated. chanting that in the fourth quarter. I imagine. Was, imagine chanting overrated when your team's down by 10. Yeah. Oh. What a shame. Four-star recruit overrated, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, Bryce Hopkins showed what
1: he was worth. He babied their defenders down Baby. low. Babied. Um, that's a man, that's a real man over there. We all had to put up the guns in the crowd. I mean, they're babies over there, over there on OPRF. They, they are. And then we gotta talk about our players of the game, Cal Mal Cow. Cal, Cal Mal Cow Sean Wall, shout out to the seniors, class of 2020. Cal Cal had like three steals that game. Cal was the Cal was a big man, basically. He was ripping all the Took two charges, um yeah. five assists, like oh. OPRF was chanting, flopping on who? Not Cal. That man was had, so sending all the picks and everything. That I man was a big man out there. And, he, and
0: then, anytime the ball's on the floor, Sean Walsh, right on the floor with him. He was fighting. Scrappy
1: player He was there.
0: scrapping out there. Scrappy. Scrappy, scrappy. And then, uh, Fenwick also had a game on Saturday where they played uh, Mount Carmel. And in that game, Uh, Trey Pettigrew had 33 points Went off again Seven three-pointers, AJ Seven That's NBA level And he is now He has been one of the top ten recruits in the class of 2020 Or the class of 2022, sorry But he's an up-and-coming sophomore He's going to be really good for the Friars in the future And they have big things to
1: come We have a a nice future team Like even I know we only have two seniors on the team this year But just going on to the next year and the year after We got a ton of good young players
0: on the team and it's incredible to see these young players mesh. And for most of them, it's their first time on varsity. Exactly. And they're just learning how to play out there. And they're playing really well. Like, Fennel right now is 5-1 uh, and one with the Good one record. loss to Bennett, which... Which, come on. Come on.
1: I mean... Maybe, you know, Bryce is young. He still has got to get through all that growing period. But he was getting quadruple-teamed. I like, mean, like, come on. Imagine
0: quadruple-teaming a guy and then so – it, it was a tough game, yeah. but Fenwick's really starting to hit their stride. We're playing better and better each game. And to transition from Fenwick, we're going to talk about our top high school prospect that we're looking yep. at this week, Isaiah Todd. Isaiah Todd, looking like a beast for Michigan. 6'10", number 13 prospect in the nation for the class of 2020 – And this man is a demigod of all sense. Like I showed AJ a video of his highlights. AJ, what'd you see in it?
1: I mean, I honestly just saw a young Kevin Durant. The man's almost seven foot. He's dunking on everyone he's doing 360s like Paul George. It's almost unbelievable. He's got a shot too, he's got handles. Like Christian said, the man is actually a demigod, like from NBA 2K. And
0: I was looking at some comments from scouts and they're saying, he looks like a man amongst boys because he's not only taller, He's faster. He's more athletic. It's just incredible. He's a point just, center. He's a point he's a, center, he's exactly. He's just a great player at that level. Yep. Okay, so now we're going to transition on to college basketball. We got, we got a lot of news about college basketball. The, the biggest story maybe of like the whole last month and of the beginning of the season, James Wiseman. James Wiseman. Uh, Taking help, taking money from Penny Hardaway, who wasn't his coach. Former player, big player on the Magic, if you don't know. Big player on the Magic, former player, and now was a coach at Memphis. But before this, he helped James Wiseman and his family move closer to the campus. Yeah. But the NCAA saw that as paying a player, giving him Cheating, uh, but... So, what do you think on this situation? Yeah,
1: so James Lovin, he he's received a twelve-game suspension for allegedly receiving improper benefits to come to Memphis to school. Um, it's it's hurting his draft stock.
0: What's he fallen to? He's
1: before before the year started. He was coming into the he's coming into the year as the number one recruit. He was number one projected pick in the two thousand and twenty draft, and he's fallen as lowest of ninth. So that that that's a lot. Um, that's a big decrease that hurts your money coming into the NBA. Top five picks receive two two thousand two hundred and fifty k more. So that that just hurts. That hurts a lot.
0: And uh-huh. then um, I was watching the one game that he was playing in, and he was incredible. Going like, off. Best center in the class, easily. He, he was by far the best center in the class, but he, in college, looked like a man amongst boys. He was mm-hmm. grabbing every board. I think he had somewhere north of 20 points, 10 rebounds, and then like three blocks. He's going be a
1: double-double machine
0: in the NBA, of course. And it's just, it's incredible to see how his life might be changed by the fact that he might drop in the draft, mm-hmm. but then, to be honest, he'll get on a better team, in a sense. Yeah. No matter what, he will be able to bounce back from anything but I just think it's going to be it's going to be tough to see when we go into the college basketball uh when we go into March Madness. Yeah. He'll be back and in, I really think Memphis is going to be very scary in the tournament. Memphis is going to be scary in the tournament. They're going to bounce from a team who really didn't have much all season. Then they're going to win their last 10 or so games of the season because James Wiseman's back there. Yeah. And you're seeing a team who produced a player like Derrick Rose who hasn't had Basically, anyone since then. No. Now they have James Wiseman, and he could be very scary. The star of that whole,
1: like, uh, of Memphis. And going back to his whole, um, back to the draft, if he falls to one of the good teams, you can maybe potentially see him on the Warriors. And imagine James Wiseman with the healthy Warriors team.
0: Yeah, we should talk about, we're going to talk about the Warriors later in this, how terrible they've been this season. We'll get onto that later. We'll get onto that But later. moving on to LaMelo Ball, Christian. Yeah, moving on to LaMelo Ball. He plays for the Illawarra Hawks in Australia. He decided to not go to college in the. He couldn't. He he really couldn't. Yeah, you're you're right. But he's averaging 17 points, seven assists, and 7.5 rebounds. What's your opinion on this? I
1: mean, Lamelo Ball. I know, unfortunately, he has been in the shadow of his brothers, especially Lonzo. I think he be Even better. Though, of, uh, honestly, he might be better than Lonzo. I'm a big Lonzo fan, but Lamelo might be better than him. LiAngelo, obviously, that man. That man's somewhere in the G League. He's dying over there in the G League. But, unfortunately, because of the crimes of LiAngelo that forced him not be able to go to his co- his dream school UCLA, where he could have developed and maybe have been the number one... Projected pick in the
0: draft, which I know. I I, I still think he has a chance. He to could be in, the number I one. I think he could be one or two because be number, I th- definitely one or two. I think definitely. when James Wiseman comes back, James Wiseman will go number one. Yeah. People will see the talent that he has. Yeah, exactly. But what what's your opinion on Lamella? Like you got to give it to me. Like, do you think he's overhyped? Do you think he's underhyped? I, I thought at the beginning, like
1: when when he was coming up, like back from Lithuania because he played in Lithuania, folks. Shout out LeVar Ball for that amazing father choice. He was
0: great in Lithuania. He oh. was good, but like, he was a it's Lithuania. Guy.
1: But hey, so he goes back to high school, plays for Spire. He was getting some offers, but you know, you can't, he has that shoe deal. So, Lomelo was too man to be like, nah, I can't stop wearing my shoes, man. Like, they're 400 bucks, but like, it's whatever. But, you look at Lonzo. Lonzo
0: ditched his father completely. He did. Hey,
1: that that was the smart move. That was you the smartest move could make. You made. don't want to be behind Lavar. You know, Lavar is talking about how he could beat Jordan one on one, and you know, you know, <laughs> you I have mean, the beef with like Jordan, but like, you're not beating the second greatest basketball player of all time Second greatest? It, Come we'll on. We'll get onto that in another Come podcast. On. We'll get oh onto that in another podcast.
0: He's yeah. throwing shots already, uh, but yeah, I I do not think uh, Lamella Ball is overhyped at all. I don't either. I think he is a very solid prospect mm. purely because of the fact he has a better shot for him than Lonzo. One thing, he can get the and ball that, off quicker. Hey, he's, he's shooting from half court. He's more efficient in every sense of the word. Like, mm-hmm. his brother Lonzo, incredible basketball player, really hasn't come to his own in the NBA. I don't know what it is, cause in UCLA, you remember
1: Lonzo's shot was so good, he was shooting 48% from the field, he was helping carry that UCLA team.
0: But his game didn't translate, and even it with- might be nerves. Yeah, I think nerves. it's nerves, Still and nerves. he it's had a lot around. of pressure put on him, because you, you go back and you watch uh, Lonzo in high school, great, Lonzo in college, great, but the one thing that held him down was, it was his, his da- father. It was his dad. And uh, LaMelo has stayed a little bit more out of the spotlight. He's still in it completely, but he's a little bit more out of it. And I think that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. I think it could really help him going in the future. And
1: I don't know. Christian loves the hot takes. This might be a hot take. He's playing professionally in Australia. I know it's. In Australia, but he's still playing professional But then you Australian look at basketball. what
0: the professional Australian ring has produced. You look at players like Matthew Deladova. Who Dante
1: Exum? I know Dante Exum might be a bust, but
0: Dante Exum NBA. is still a solid role player. Solid in the NBA. role player. But it just shows that another league like this, like Australia, Spain, in France, they produce very good yeah. talent for basketball. Exactly. Australia might be the best. Look at like Ben Simmons as well. Oh. You know what he's doing now. Hey, a little shaky right now, but last year All-Star. So. Ben Simmons hitting threes on Saturday night. He hit a big three for his second, second time in, this he might, year. Hey, he could be one of the best stars in the NBA if he starts shooting them three. So. Yeah, could but be. continuing, yeah, I do not think LaMelo Ball is overhyped. I or, Yeah, LaMelo Ball, I don't think he's overhyped. I think he'll be drafted either one or two, and I think he could be really, really good in the NBA, much better than his brother Lonzo. Yeah, so, Christian, what about the college rankings right now? What do you got? College rankings, uh, Louisville number one, and then I'm putting um, Ohio State number two, Kansas three, and I'm putting Michigan at four, even though they lost to Louisville. Exactly. I still think Michigan, from jumping from an unranked team to number four, biggest jump in AP history, shout out out the Wolverines. Gotta love Michigan. But... Hey, and with... Isaiah Todd coming in, he, they're going to have a lot of talent. Next year, yeah, Isaiah Todd is going to make a difference. Michigan, you can see him at the one seed next year. but That's for another time that we talk about. But Michigan, Juwan Howard, what do you think about that hiring as a coach? Because he's a Michigan man, and Michigan had such great success. Got with a beeline, Michigan loyalty. But a coach who's been an assistant coach for the Miami Heat and then moves to college basketball as a head coach he first He's definitely got year. a lot of NBA and basketball knowledge upon him. But I think it's just incredible that Michigan was able to hire such a great coach at such an important time after Beeline got hired by the Cavaliers. Exactly, and not to
1: talk any trash to Beeline, but he's not doing too good of a job on the Cavs right now. But
0: that's, yeah, yeah, but see, Beeline's a college coach in the sense, yeah, exactly. and he's got he's got a he's got a start. Uh, sometimes games don't translate the same way, but also you got to look at the Cavs roster. Not very much, not, but not we'll, we'll get on to that in yeah. a little bit. Um. AJ, what do you think about RJ Hampton?
1: Again, RJ Hampton had a lot of offers to come to the U.S.
0: Everyone thought he was going to go to UNC or Duke.
1: Yeah, so then he started hyping him up how him and LaMelo Ball could be this new dynamic duo in Australia when LaMelo just took the shine away from him and now has jumped him in the rankings. But I still think RJ RJ Hampton's going to be a good NBA player. Don't think he's going to be what he used to be, a top five pick, but...
0: I, I could see him in the lottery, of course. What do you think is to blame for RJ's fall-off? Do you think it's the idea that he's playing along someone who's taking all the hype away from him? Or do you believe it's the idea that he's actually playing against half-decent competition instead of the younger Australian teams? I I,
1: I I do think what you just said about him playing the competition, but with him playing with Lamello, you see, that's good when you get to higher levels. When you're trying to... Um, develop yourself and get your draft stock higher. You're not. You want to be the guy, the you main want to be focus, the guy. exactly. Not, not the second star to someone. You see, it didn't work for Cam Reddish. It's not working right now for RJ Barrett. You see, when Zion comes back,
0: I think Cam Reddish can yeah. still do something. In gonna, yeah, he could be yeah. a good, he could be a stre- uh, good stretch for. Yeah, but continuing on RJ Hampton, yeah, a guy who's watched his numbers steadily decrease since he uh, since he moved into the higher rankings, and because of that, like it's just a shame to see what a player who had every single offer of that he could have wanted decide to stay and it actually doesn't pay off because I think he could have been a lot more successful in college. Could have gone
1: to a lot of big-name schools.
0: Because you look at UNC right now, UNC is struggling and they need they need that one player to could've score. Could have been the
1: shooting guard along with Cole Anthony.
0: Yeah, and it's just a shame. I think he could have been so, so much better if he would have gone uh, to the NCAA. And would you agree with me on that? Exactly. And so um, from here... There's going to be one more thing we talk about for college basketball, and it's going to be Ohio State. And Ohio State, a team that's number one in football, a lot of people are number, saying... They're high up in every sport, which you never see like too often. You don't see too often. You saw with Michigan a couple years ago when Michigan made the national championship for uh, football, and then they were in a high bowl game for... Uh, or not the national championship for football, national championship for basketball, yeah. and then in a high bowl game for football, but now you're seeing with the Ohio State team who hasn't really been in the top ten in the past four years, no. but now... Haven't had anyone of, like, any relevance recently. Any sustenance, yeah. yeah. Um, but Ohio State, top ten in two, top five in two sports, and a lot of people are saying... Is Ohio State the number one, or is Louisville the number one? Because you watch the way that Ohio State decimated UNC. Mm-hmm. UNC, a team who looked good team, better on paper. A lot of good prospects
1: that are going to be in the NBA next year.
0: So. U- UNC looked a lot better on paper. But I I might agree saying Ohio State might be the number one, but Louisville still has nothing against them at this It point. could be this chemistry, Christian, because you know if you don't have a lot of
1: players that are young and one and duns that go to the NBA and you have a lot of Juniors and seniors and upper returning, classroom. yeah, exactly. They build chemistry over the years, and you know that makes for a good team.
0: Yeah, so I would Big Ten and um, the Big Ten and the ACC looking very good for basketball very right good. now. Okay, moving on to the NBA. AJ here Mark, we go. Where do you want to start? This, this is, is this, this is, is
1: this is my forte
0: right here. This is so AJ's forte. We got a
1: lot of good and uh, gonna be amazing stories right here. So we have our top five MVP predictions for the first quarter of the year. I'll let Christian start. I can't believe. Uh,
0: Here we LeBron, go. LeBron, LeBron, gotta go yep. number one because look at the Lakers. They're twenty and three. Best they're they're yet. no doubt the best team in the NBA right now. Him and Anthony, Anthony Davis are just are just doing so much better together. This warms my
1: heart for him to say this. Oh yeah, my because
0: I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm not a LeBron fan. But him and Anthony Davis together, they have made a combination. I'm not gonna compare it to Shaq and Kobe. It's, but if they if they win if they win a championship, I might have to. I mean, it's weird to see two superstars
1: that have never played together. I know they've talked and been friends for a ton of years, but like you never see the best player in the NBA like for years get another top five player. Then they're instantly like their their chemistry is just already their best duo
0: on the NBA. It's yeah, you, you look what happened to the Lakers back uh, back when they got Nash, Kobe. And Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard fell off the crazy. face of the fell off the face of the earth. Look up the allegations against him more recently <laughs> if you want to learn more. Oh, um, then then you got uh, Steve Nash, a guy who is a little he past, was he was past his prime. He was past, past his prime, but people expected him to be like Stockton for the team. In reality, thirty six year old Stockton, I don't think so. He, he was he was very injury prone. He wasn't playing his best, and then Kobe tore his Achilles early in the season, uh, and. Just wasted Kobe's last years. On wasted if Kobe's last game. years. Shout out Kobe for that 63-point uh, game we'll, on am glad
1: We'll continue the list, but I'm glad the Lakers have finally finally learned from their mistakes. I mean, Christian, they Band used wagon. to give Kobe <laughs> in his age 38 season a $24 million contract. So, yeah. I don't know. But all we'll right.
0: continue. Second, Luka Doncic. Crazy. Second year in the NBA. Amazing. Greatest Almost-
1: 20-year-old basketball player of all time.
0: Gotta be. Yes, agreed. Almost averaging a triple-double per game. Russell Westbrook, people were starting to say, oh, it's so easy to average a triple-double in the no. NBA. And then you look at Luka, a guy whose numbers are almost doubled from last year amazing, in every single category. Amazing. He's scoring 30 points
1: a game. Like, uh, it's a, And everyone was like saying from the beginning how like, oh, Luka... It was crazy how people were saying how Luka maybe could fall in the top five in last year's draft. When I was up there... Just predicting him to go number one, even though I love Deandre Aiden as a player, even though he's suspended right now. But I just knew from someone that was a professional basketball player at 15 years old for Real Madrid, I just
0: knew he was going to get into the NBA and just become a, a star immediately. Shout out Mike Corzamba for putting me onto that guy because <laughs> if, if you want a great YouTube channel to watch and learn about basketball, Mike look at Mike Corzamba. What a beast. great guy! A uh, continuing Giannis Greek freak. Man, he man, could. If if the Bucks start winning like the Lakers do, he could. They you
1: know, are they're they are at the top, but they are in the East and yeah, the East exactly. gets a bad rap.
0: But I I do think yeah well well I'll say my list, but I'll continue. Um Giannis, I think he could jump LeBron and Luca later in the year, depending on but if I, the Bucks legitimate if they go on a tear, Giannis starts going on a tear. He could jump, he could win MVP. Harden, y- you can't argue with a man who's putting up thirty plus points a game who has the best handling in the NBA and is just an incredible player. Like, people, you can love him, you can hate him, you can say he travels. You You can can say say his defense is horrible. But But he is an incredible, incredible offensive basketball player and Mm -hmm. that is going to bring him to the top of the MVP voting for maybe the rest of his career. Exactly. He is just steady, he's consistent, he he doesn't waver away from his... Strategy, the way he plays. And then lastly, a disappointment, but someone who going forward Ah. in the season, I think could turn it around and do so much better. Kawhi Leonard, Ah. my boy from the Clippers, Mm. because I think Kawhi could turn this year around because He's not doing his absolute best right now because he's on a new team. He has to mesh with all the players. One thing I did learn about Kawhi Leonard: everyone in the locker room on the Clippers says he's the funniest dude on the team, even though he doesn't. Hey, talk. he's a fun guy. Christian. He's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. Kawhi Leonard likes to but have shout fun. New shout out New Balance. Shout out New Balance.
1: Hey, here's the thing with Kawhi: he, I'll, early spoiler, he's not on my list, unfortunately. And it's only due... I love Kawhi. He's the finals MVP last year. One of the greatest defensive players, in my Of opinion. course, he's on my list for that, too. But here's the thing with Kawhi. If you're on load management this early in the year and you're missing all these games, you just can't be in my MVP voting. I
0: know it's different... But LeBron brought load season. management to the NBA, so... He did, but
1: he hasn't missed a game this year.
0: Yeah, I know, because he's actually winning every exactly. single game there he plays. Him. All right. Uh, AJ, give me your MVP. Go, let's go over him, quick. All, all right. right, so... My first three, I mean, I'm not as...
1: I know this is hard to say, and I know I might get a lot of smack for this. I'm not as confident as LeBron is for him, but LeBron is definitely still my number one choice. And honestly, my top three could all be interchangeable, like Christian said. So LeBron is my number one, of course. The Lakers, 20-3, and top of the West, the Western Conference. I remember when everyone was saying when LeBron got injured, oh, he said it was the West and everything, but... Nah, he's one of the best players in the NBA. He's the best player in the NBA. So, LeBron's my number one. You got Giannis. They're 20-3 and in the East on the other side of the conference. So, Giannis, he's honestly number one in defensive player of the year voting as well, which is crazy. Yeah, to
0: see a player who's, like, arguably top three for MVP he's and also defensive player. Looking like Michael Jordan with those stats, going uh, thirty and defensive 16 player. And
1: 6 those are pretty filthy numbers. Those are filthy. And then, of course, got to put Luka. He could, uh, I'm not saying anything, he could beat out our boy Derek Rose for the youngest MVP ever. I know no one from Chicago yeah. wants to
0: see it. I don't want, I don't want to see you it, don't want but to see yeah. It.
1: But him and what everything, Mark Cuban, you got to give him props for everything that he's doing. Him and Porzingis, for the future, could be one of the most deadly duos we've we've ever seen.
0: But Porzingis has fallen off a little bit. But I, I mean, th-
1: he tore his ACL, so
0: yeah. I think his development is uh, it's halted. It's, right it's now. stunted right now, yeah. but I think it could get back, get going a lot better.
1: Yeah. So number four, I, I love. I would want to put him higher, but like we just got too many good players right now. James Harden averaging nearly thirty-eight points per game. This is unheard of. The last time we've seen this is Michael Jordan. So the greatest player of all time. <laughs> so last time we saw this was from like Michael Jordan. So Harden is putting up these stats where like if he was back in the nineties, he'd be winning MVP every year because of the points. But like uh, the defense nowadays is just too big of a part of the games that like if you don't have good defense and good like defensive win shares, you just can't win the MVP. I know his team's doing good and him and Westbrook are surprisingly doing unbelievable together, but 36 points per game, you have to be up there. And then my fifth Completely different than Christian. I gotta have LeBron's teammate, the best big man in the NBA, Anthony Davis. The man is on fire right now. Easily the best big man in the NBA. He's averaging 26 points, 11 rebounds. He's just amazing. His field goal percentage is above 50%, of course. Like, I know the whole thing was how he's going to come into the NBA, or not come come in the NBA from Kentucky and be like this amazing player instantly, which which he was. So we haven't seen it. It's kind of like Luka now. So... What do you want next? Defensive Player of the
0: Year? Let's go to Defensive Player of the Year. I have Gobert, who won, has won the last two years, an in incredible, incredible defensive presence. Mm-hmm. Utah Jazz probably their best player in my opinion. And That's a hot take. That is a hot take. I think he's better than Donovan Mitchell purely because of the fact he's like Al Horford, putting up numbers and doing more for the team than it really shows. Giannis at two, like of course. a guy who's getting no, enough set on that. Enough, enough set, really, enough and on that then. I think Drummond is Andre Drummond. I think Andre, Andre Drummond. Drummond is the best offensive player in the NBA. He's easily the best rebounder. Easily. But rebounder. I think it's just a matter of his Pistons team doing better for him to get more recognition as the best defensive he could player. could
1: be a very good trade piece if anyone wants to trade. Exactly. That
0: or if or if the Pistons want to get rid of him. AJ Hoover. Alright, so moving on to my list, I have Giannis at number one.
1: I mean I do like that. I mean, it could be one of the greatest seasons ever. I mean, if not for LeBron, could possibly ruining it for him. I mean, Giannis is on fire right now, offensively and defensively at Trezzi. My number two is AD. AD and Giannis right now are, for me, interchangeable. AD's averaging the second most blocks in the NBA, and Giannis is averaging the Who's second averaging most blocks. Who's averaging first? Boost? Andre Drummond. Yeah. So, but, I mean, the highest defensive win shares is AD. I mean, in my third, would, honestly, I want to put Marcus Smart. But I, oh. I can't, I can't. I'm gonna say Jimmy Butler. He's leading the league in steals. His Pistons or his uh, Heat team, sorry, is doing really well. That's even a hot take to put Jimmy up there. Wow. He's averaging the most steals in the NBA. But yeah, won defensive player of the year before in his career. So is AD twice. But I mean Jimmy Butler. has won it before on the Bulls. So I think him. I know his Miami Heat team. Everyone's saying is kind of like overrated, but they're staying up there. In they're the staying east. up there. Yeah, they're staying up along. in the East. They got a lot of good rookies who we'll talk about
0: yeah. right now. So. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. I'm going first, John Moran, of Easy. course. Same He's playing him. incredible on the Grizzlies. He's bringing a lot of hope to a team that's not looking so great. But they have a young core. They're going to be really oh, yeah. good. They got rid of uh, Marcus Hall two years ago. And then they got rid of Mike Connolly. In triple in the op- J, Jordan Jackson Jr. Yeah, and they got rid of Mike Connolly in the offseason, which was really nice because it opened up a lot of cap space. And how score. bad Mike Connolly is doing right now. That We could go on to that later. Yeah, well. Months. And then for number two, I got to go Tyler Hero, yep. a guy, 14th pick in the draft, barely in the lottery, and just a steal for the Miami Heat. A like mega steal. I mean, no one knew that he was going to be this good for him. I mean, honestly. And yeah. he's building on that Heat hype. And then continuing Zion when he comes back from the injury, I think he could just be an absolute man. I mean, he could either be a top 10 player, like maybe when he comes, or he could, could be, be a, a bottom 10 player. Bottom because 10 player. That weight, man. It's, scary. That, it's that weight. But also, that weight gives him one of the bigger advantages as a six, six small all these forward. people, Yeah. Because yeah. he's smaller than the. No, he's listed at Power
1: Forward, though. That could be a bad move, yeah. too. But- Charles
0: Barkley, baby. Charles, Charles Barkley, 6'4 in the NBA. All right,
1: AJ, who you got? All right, so I'm the same as you. I got Ja, number one. I got, surprisingly, undrafted rookie from the Miami Heat. So him and Tyler Hill will be balling together. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn, who is right Cooper. now. Absolute hooper. He is an absolute hooper. He's averaging the second most points in the in his class right now behind Ja. He's averaging the fourth most assists. I mean, he's not getting as much playing time as Ja. He's still starting. But Kendrick Nunn is just looking to be one of the biggest steals, like, almost ever. Undrafted to now being the second best player in your class, I think. And then I'm not going to say Zion. I do think if Zion comes back... He could be. He could be because the Pelicans are way closer in like the playoff race than the Grizzlies, they're they're gone. They need someone.
0: They need someone. But the Tyler Heroes method. Yeah. So enough said about Tyler Hero. Yeah. Alright. We're gonna go on to biggest surprise. that we're gonna talk about Carmelo Anthony and then we're gonna do our predictions for next year. All right. Okay. Biggest surprise. Devontae Graham. Same thing.
1: I got him on my fantasy team so I'm a little biased. Alright, you gotta talk about him then. So, oh my So I, I pick up Devontae Graham from the Wave of Ryan Fantasy and I'm like, all right, maybe this dude could do good for me. The first day, the first night I get him, he drops like 23 points. I'm like, what? This dude is insane. So I go back to see where he was in Kansas, second round pick, horrible last year. He was only averaging 4.36%. But you also have to
0: look at at the time that he was getting. He was getting his time taken away because uh, Kemba was still on the team. Yes. But now Kemba's gone, gets his chance to shine. Gets his chance. He is speedy quick. And he is an absolutely lethal shooter lethal. when he when he gets on fire. When he gets on fire, ten, he had tied the. I looked this up. He has tied
1: um, the Charlotte Hornets franchise record for most threes in a game with ten. Ten. So
0: so. Crazy. Biggest surprise: a man mm-hmm. who went from dropping four points a game to dropping twenty three, then to dropping yeah. thirty three, because yeah. he did have one huge exactly. Huge game. And now I got to talk about the elephant in the room, Carmelo oh. Anthony. What do you think? Do you think he's he's been worth it for the Trailblazers? I mean,
1: honestly, his first couple games. I mean, of course, he's gonna be kind of like he's gonna struggle. He hasn't been. He in beat the Bulls twice. Entire. Oh, he hasn't been in the NBA this enti- the last year. He's gotten like. Just completely taken out of the NBA. I mean, two horrible stints with the Thunder. Never really worked for him. The Rockets, that was horrible. Biggest black mark ever on his career. Shout out Melo
0: and the Hawks. Didn't play a game. Still bought never. his jersey. And
1: the Bulls at one point were maybe yeah. trying to steal him. But but back to, back to the Trailblazers. Damian Lillard and him have been friends for a while. Damian Lillard really wanted him on his team. And I think... After the first couple games, the man has been balling for them recently.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe Damian Lillard gets his chance on being a part of the banana boat.
1: He's averaging 20 points per game right now, Malo. Yeah. So that's not bad.
0: So Go for right a player who's been out of the league for a while and a lot of people thought would not come back in and be very good, he's finally learning his place. I feel like he's finally learning his place. He's his learned, ego has gone down. His ego has 100% gone down. Yeah. So Carmelo Anthony, I think he's been a great add for the Trailblazers. I think he's brought a lot to a struggling, struggling team. And because of that, I think he's just great.
1: And moving on to disappointments, you I got got a couple. The big one is, unfortunately, Jokic. I mean, I have him on my fantasy team, and I'm sad because I love him so much, and I still love him. He's been balling of recently the last three games. But before. Just, yeah, but before. I mean, he was projected as one, maybe an MVP candidate this year, a top three MVP candidate. I put him in the top three. And then he just comes in shooting way worse. His field goal percentage is really bad. He only put up in the combined last five games before like the last two against like the next, he only put up six points against the next Trishan. And it's you
0: look at a guy like that—someone so young, so talented—because his biggest cor- steal of the draft, maybe biggest steal happened. of the draft, because his court vision, absolutely incredible. But it's still amazing. That, yeah, but his scoring is just way down. His scoring is way down because I feel like teams have learned how to play him, first of all. But also, it's a part to him because he's just not hitting the shots that he was next I year. Know. He we- has hit two buzzer beaters though, which yeah. is crazy. But and then moving on to my disappointment of the year, I'm talking about the Warriors. Warriors, a team with Curry. Oh Clay, and then they lost. I still thought they were gonna make the playoffs. I did too, but now now I'm really questioning it because they got injured. Curry
1: got injured his hand, which honestly some people think that that could be that could be like just fake
0: (laughs) tanking. Yeah,
1: um, I mean tanking to get James Wiseman. Imagine that team with James Wiseman like we were gonna say. Yeah, but
0: Um, Warriors went from super team to bum team pretty much, and it's a shame to see. But to be honest, the Warriors needed a kick in the teeth. I I was tired. I was tired of seeing them winning, and. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, both out, like, it's just hard. I still think next year, they're. I, I don't ever really think that they're going to be as, like, what they were. They will not be what they I were. I feel
1: like they'll be just a second-round team for the next couple of years because you still got Curry, who's the best point guard in the NBA when healthy, but yeah. that's honestly almost debatable,
0: too. That's debatable, too. Who knows? Man. But we'll, we'll, we'll see next year what happens. All right, prediction for the NBA championship to end this off. I got the hot take. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying the order that it goes, I'm thinking the Mavs. Then in the, the Lakers and then the Clippers. If I'm going Western Conference, Eastern Conference, it's a lock at this point unless Giannis gets injured. Knock on wood. So we're talking about
1: the conference of when it ends, like in the year, or are we talking about NBA Finals? We're
0: talking about finals, like so. Who's you're playing. saying that the I'm saying, saying, the, Ma- I'm hot saying take, the Mavs. I'm saying the Mavs making this a is big. A hot play- take. I'm saying the Mavs making a big playoff run. I'm saying Luke is dropping forty a game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm saying Luke is going to go off, and I think it's going to be Western Conference Finals. I think it's going to be Lakers versus Mavs, and I think Luke is going to take yeah. over.
1: I mean, all right, everyone knows what I'm about to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, we all know.
1: If, if you don't, I mean, you obviously don't know me. I, I have LeBron James, the king, the chosen one in AD, taking it home for the, for the NBA championship. That will be LeBron's fourth championship, his fourth MV, finals MVP, and that just puts him even closer and closer to the ghost, the number 23
0: in Chicago. I'm not going to say his name. But, Why aren't you going to say his name? Because I mean, he is the greatest of all time. Hey, he's chasing the ghost. Because guess what, guess what, guess what? What's the Le- what's LeBron's record in the finals?
1: He's undefeated in the finals. You know what I mean? No, no, no. LeBron's record. LeBron's record. He's undefeated. He's like seventeen and zero. I mean, he has the most f- finals ever. LeBron. You're saying
0: LeBron? Okay, he's three and six. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. He's three and, and six. I will say it's impressive to have a guy who's made nine NBA finals, but when you have a guy who won three eight straight, who no. won. Three championships in a row and then did it again and has never lost We might, We might
1: have a whole podcast just to this game where we could. That would be probably the greatest podcast ever. But, I mean, just to finish it out, LeBron this year is going to pass Kobe in points. That will put him in third. And he could potentially be the number one in points. So we'll see what everyone thinks after his career is over. But right now I understand why people have Jordan. Me personally, I have LeBron. It will be an unending debate forever. So.
0: It will be an unending debate forever until it's not. Is that him. LeBron loses again in the finals. Uh, I think that's it. I really do. We this covered was a great first podcast. This is a great first Hope podcast. Loves it. Covered everything from high school, looking at Fenwick beating OPRF in basketball. This is our town. This is our town to college basketball, uh, James Wiseman situation, and then to the NBA, yep. where LeBron is probably going to lose. A final again this year. (laughs) All right, that has been Coast to Coast Podcast. I'm your host Christian Flynn, alongside AJ Alessandro. Signing off.